Welcome to Sports Movie Minute Podcast Space Jam Edition, the podcast where we discuss the movie Space Jam minute by minute. We are your hosts, Chris and Kayla. And this is Minute 74. And Minute 74 begins with some very oversized jerseys and ends with a bit of a, a, a neg. A neck? You know what a neg is? No. Explain to me what a neg is, please. It's a compliment, a negative compliment. Oh. So, for our viewers out there, can you can you provide an example for me? Or you could use the example in here. I could if I could remember the one. We literally just watched the minute and I can't remember what it was <laughs> that he putting said. putting you on the spot here. You are, but like a neg is something like uh, a... I'll use the one from the Big Bang Theory because I know that one by heart. He says to a girl, not everyone could look as hot as you do with such greasy hair. <laughs> yeah, Because like you're, yeah. 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 Okay. I'm with you. That's the whole. Yeah. It's like you want to say something nice, but also let them know that you notice bad things about them. Ah, okay. Um, we'll come back to you on what the neg is in this Oh, minute. no, I know what it is. Obviously. What? He said... He says, um, Michael's saying goodbye to the tunes, and he's like, you guys are, and they go, yeah? He's like, well, you're, he goes, yeah? Uh, yeah. He's like, whatever you are, you're a lot of it. <laughs> 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 it's not really a neg, but it's a bit of a neg. I see, I see. Um, where would you like to start? I got a lot. I got, I've got a lot of comments on this mm. minute. Yeah, I mainly just have some comments as well. Okay, well, you go first, because I've, I've got more. Uh, the blatant drug reference. What a trip. No. You don't? No. Uh, when they come back down to size, I sorry, I can't remember which nerd luck it was, but... I, I'm pretty sure it's the red one. I'm yeah, pretty sure it's, it's not. like, yeah. whilst he's eyes are basically rolling in the back of his head. What a trip. <laughs> No, the other one is the one that has his eyes rolling in the back of his head when he says, let's go on another. Yeah. Something to that effect. Yeah. So, again, blatant Looney Tunes drug reference. I don't know that that's a drug reference, sweetheart. They're blatantly inferring that uh, they have had LSD or some sort of hallucinogenic drug before. This is the second time that you've tried to take something... Like, pretty innocuous and turn it into a drug reference. What was the first one? I can't remember. It was a long time ago. It was when Josh was on the podcast. Mm. I, don't, I don't know that that's a drug reference. Uh, I thought it was. So, we'll, we'll have to agree to disagree on that. Because so. of your high drug use. No, because of the, <laughs> the use of the word trip and how they use it. Yeah, okay. Agreed and disagree. They, they, they didn't go on it. Well, they did go on a bit of a trip, I guess. It's an expression, Christopher. Like you. Like, Why not say what an experience? Though? Why do they say what a trip? It's an expression. That's like saying, "Why do you say, oh, what's up? You're not going up, are you? No, you're not going up. It's an expression." Yeah, you're right. Yes, it was down. I'm sure that it originally came from actual drug trips, but now, like my 13 year old nephew says that. God, what has he been doing? Not the same things as you've been doing, what? apparently. Good God. Um, well, yeah, look. We'll okay, agree. tell me more about the drugs. Tell me more. Uh, no, I was just more of a comment. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, interesting. How reference. many more of your comments are drug related? No, only that one. 
Um, you also noted that their teeth are giant. <laughs> Only when they smile. So giant, though. Do their teeth seem to increase in size when they smile? It's creative yeah, uh, liberty by uh, the, the drawers. Uh. That's the whole gag. Interesting your, gag. Your observations are ridiculous to me. That's, that's yeah. I'll leave that. So that was my second there. observation. Are you also going to make the observation that they all just become eyeballs at the very end? No. Because you don't want to talk about how the drawers took some animators, took some liberties there. No, we've talked enough about the, the liberties that have been taken for one day, I think. Good God. Um, we got to get a guest back on. The wheels have come off big time <laughs> for just me and you. Okay, I've got a I've got a lot to say. Okay. okay. So let me let me start. So or you've already started and I'm kind of disregarding it because it's not a drug reference, but that's okay. So when they come back down to size, Pound's whole de- the orange nerd luck, his whole demeanor shifts. It's completely different than how he has been the entire movie. Like he's been kind of like the badass of the nerd lucks the whole time. Hmm. And like, he's the leader of the pack. And then when they shrink down to size, he's the first one to be like, Oh, Hey, we don't want to go back. And then everybody kind of jumps on board. It's just a completely, it's like a 360 with his, or a 360, a 180 with his demeanor. There you go again. It's not hard to shut the sound off on your computer prior to starting recording. (laughs) Apparently it is. It is. Um, He's still leading though. He's leading the charge for them. He's leading the group in their quest to not have to leave. That's not my take. My take is his whole attitude is different. It's much more like docile and subdued and like almost begging as opposed to he had his guns out before Mm. all the time. Well, it's uh, pound is Charles Barkley. He is. Well, it's because he doesn't have any Charles Barkley talent personality anymore. No, but it's like I'm watching this movie alone at the beginning of the movie. Yes, I'm raising my voice because I feel like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> at the beginning of the movie is when he had his guns out. Do you okay. not remember this? Like when he threatened Bugs Bunny's life and he shot him? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Sorry. And even when they're inside of the trench coat and he's like, he's mine. Talking mm. about Barkley. So... Possibly the trip and the experience has changed his outlook. Oh, the LSD. Not the LSD. Yeah, okay. the, tri- the, the experience has changed his outlook, and so it's given him a greater yes. life view. So now he's less aggressive, so to speak. Yes. Mm. I know. These are just observations I'm making. Mm. Also, you know what I like? Mm. MJ laughs at them. When they're performing, did you notice? I didn't notice. Yes. Is that a forced laugh or is it? No, like he actually genuinely looks like he's, I mean, he's not like ha ha laughing. He's more like a surprised giggle or like a side chuckle laughing, Mm. but he's laughing when they, because they say, are you loony enough? And they start doing some dances Mm. around and about. And MJ laughs. It's so sweet. (laughs) It's very endearing. Got it. They managed to film that. Um, to the, the merry-go-round broke down song, Looney Tunes thing. That's what you were just Googling before? I was. Um, oh, goodness. 
Interesting. So for those listeners who didn't know, so obviously they'd be very familiar with that song through its use in uh, Looney Tunes. Well, the, you, they don't know what you're talking about. you got to sing it. La, da, 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 da. La, da, 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 da. Keep going. La, da, da. You, why are you making this into like a ballad? It's a, it's like a... <laughs> I'm taking creative liberty now. La, da, 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 da. Come on. La, da, 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 da. There you go. I, I prefer Almost. the ballad version. Almost. Um... <laughs> But hey. um, so that's the song. It is. So for those who didn't know the, about the original song, so it is about a young man tells of his date with a young woman, um, in which they go to an amusement park and find time to spark while riding the malfunctioning carousel. They find time to spark. In inverted commas, yeah. Hit it off. That sentence doesn't make any sense. They find time. And finds time to spark. Even that, find time to spark. I won't reveal my source, but it is a very well-known source. But it also allows um, users to edit, so... You can say it's Wikipedia. We've talked about them like a hundred times on this (laughs) podcast. Um, Anyway, so that's... That's what the song is about, in case anyone knows. And so, yes, we do get some um, fantastic nerd luck dancing to the tune. Excellent where hats, hats appear, a variety of hats as well. Yeah, bunny ears appear. Mm. Never like a, what do you call the, the like, what's the name for the hat where that's got the long, like almost doggies? Oh, like a hunter's cap? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it is just called like a hunter's hat. Well, a hunter's cap appears as well, oh. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on in there. Mm. Well, they, did you not notice that they're dressed up like the other Looney Tunes? Mm. Imitation is the best form of flattery, as did, you would say. Did you notice? Uh, I will notice now that you mentioned that. It's like you're not even watching this movie minute by minute. <laughs> I'm. I've got some real grave concerns about your attention to detail. Yeah, it's been a long Which day. is hilarious because in a work context, and I've said this to many people, you have the most eagle eyes that I've ever seen. But just for some reason, you know that they say that attention to detail um, in this type of environment is usually lacking because of how much porn people watch. So the less attention... <laughs> That's a stretch. No, 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 no. The less <laughs> attention to detail you have, the more addicted to porn how you are. How many people did they sample for this survey? Oh, thousands. They <laughs> <laughs> sent out a note, uh, so we need some volunteers. You won't get paid, but you will be watching porn. And they miraculously got the sample in. No, well, okay. I feel like I've told, I tell a lot of people about this, but it's like, because of the nature of porn, where the thing that you're focusing on, like not a heck of a lot else is is happening around (laughs) and it conditions your brain to only focus on the one thing that is happening in like when you watch, it's mostly like when you're watching movies. So you're not capable of actually picking up background. You're not stuff. paying attention to the picture. To in the anything else, you're only or paying attention. It's raining to, outside. Yeah, or, you're only paying attention to the one center thing, mm. which is what porn basically like conditions your brain to do. Wow! I read this study ages ago, so I'm probably butchering it, but that was the gist. Uh, there you go. I don't know how we got to that, but we did. <laughs> 
Anyway, I'm okay. Did, that, that was, did you have more on that song? Because no, I've got that, some more questions you, you and, go. and feelings. Okay, so Porky Pig is wearing four watches. Yes, I did notice that. Okay, sweetheart, you don't need to try and. I did actually notice in that in terms though. of how much porn you do or do not watch. It's okay. Um, did you know that that was a trend a couple of years ago? Wearing four watches, not four to wear two. Well, yes, you. Were, I did say that, but to wear two watches. I did not know that was a trend. Yeah, and I thought it was the stupidest effing trend on planet Earth. Why does one need anyone to do that. on the same hand like how Porky's doing? Stupid. Yeah, exactly. I didn't see anyone actually in my real life on the TV or on the yeah the like interwebs. In the, well, in like magazines to be like, you know, what's in this year? Although, let's be honest, fashion magazines are really just like, what did we see on the runway that no one will ever be able to mm. wear in real life? Did you see what time was on those watches? I didn't know, because I just listened to him saying it's quarter past seven. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that it was showing quarter past seven. Hopefully, yeah. If they their um, drawer's attention, illustrator's attention, so yeah. the detail is on. Also, I have a hard time telling time upside down, which is what, like, that's the view. Oh, yeah, yeah. Upside down on the watches, so I didn't even try. I was Mm. like, nah, I'm going to screw that up. But they were, I did notice they were all on the same time. To clarify for our listeners, uh, we're wearing zero watches today at the moment as Mm. well. Mm. I only, I don't, yeah. usually wear a watch. I I wear a watch pretty frequently, but I mean, we're pretty, we're in lockdown slash isolation. Yeah, because you know, I I only wear my watch usually in certain contexts. You only wear your watch for client meetings. You've expanded that recently. I did, yeah. Yeah. If I'm trying to impress someone. How's that going for you? Sure. to work when we go to the office I wear most days that I'm wearing something short sleeved because mm. I like my watch mm. um, the other question that I have I have so many questions how did Stan heal what happened there well, the yeah, we started to get carted off yeah. yeah and now all of a sudden he's back to full form which he was when he got carted off but he's like up and at him he's clean he's you know no injuries to, to speak of they have excellent medical facilities in Looney Tune Land. I know. What type of hocus pocus is going on in, some sort of magic. in the locker room? You it know, has to be. Some oh, sort of like skeletal situation like in Harry Potter. And no, I haven't been reading Harry Potter, so You're making like we talked about how this is basically some, like it's meant to be an advertisement for you, for the single ladies out there, particularly whoever our French listener is. And you're only making yourself Bonjour. more and more of a geek. Uh, from what I've heard about this Harry Potter book, not that I've ever... <laughs> I'm taken. I can let my freak flag fr- fly. You, my friend, need to tighten up a little bit until you've locked somebody down. It's endearing. Okay, sweetheart. I'll leave you. <laughs> okay, so I've got questions about, like you said, the type of medical facilities and, you know, the witchcraft that they are could be having participating in in the locker room. Because mm. Stan looks fit as a fiddle. Yeah, they did something. They yeah. did. Um, also, there is no way that he makes it to a baseball game in five minutes. Yeah, ship. Yeah. We'll get to that in the next minute, but yeah. Christopher, if I said you have five minutes to make it to 
X. How, on be honest, how far do you think that you could get in five minutes, keeping in mind you still have to change your clothes? I'd struggle to get out of the building, yeah. Exactly. Not far, you wouldn't even bother. How, how many stadiums have you been in that take less than five minutes to exit? Zero. Mm. Yeah, it's very unrealistic in summary, yeah. Yeah, it's the most unrealistic part of the movie, yeah. I think. And they're teaching kids a bad lesson there about not managing your time efficiently, which I hate. So, Even if he said 15 minutes, I could maybe get on board because then you've got maybe like five minutes to exit the stadium, even 10 minutes to exit the stadium. Yeah. And, you know, I can imagine that Michael can keep a good pace, right? Mm. And then you get to the spaceship and then, you know, assuming that you can just kind of come in and go out as, as, as you please of the Earth's surface... Then, then I can, I can buy fifteen minutes. I can't buy five. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Especially because he spends one of those minutes saying goodbye to the tunes. He wastes a minute. Yeah, I think they should have said fifteen, twenty, something at least. I agree, fifteen plus in yeah. that range. Mm-hmm. Um, five minutes is just—it's not good for anyone. We're teaching kids that you can run the risk of being late like that like good god well i mean according to you we basically just told them to take lsd so that's that's the least of our work i didn't tell them what what the the movie is endorsing um and that was pretty much it no i've got one other question can you imagine playing a semi-professional baseball game after you played a semi-professional basketball game um well, I'm a pretty superior athlete, so me personally, yes, but it would be exhausting. Not only is he a nerd, he's humble as hell. <laughs> um, you'd be so gassed. Michael doesn't spend any time on the bench either. He plays the whole game. Yeah. The basketball game. Mm. and then Yeah, and I mean, when you play baseball, obviously you have to spend some time on the bench because you don't, like when you're hitting, hmm. get to sit. But that's that's a lot to do. Yeah, he's asking a lot of himself there. Back back to baseball, back to back baseball and basketball games. Like, um, although I've never played baseball properly, other than a bit at school, so I don't really have a good gauge on how much energy and so forth I need. I mean, it's not. Of the sports, it's not the most physically demanding, right? I mean, it's not like going from playing a basketball game to then playing like a soccer game. You can carry a bit of an extra weight as a baseball player. Yes. You can. But I mean, it's also like that's still like you're talking many hours like standing around. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a bit. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. When I was a kid, I actually used to go and I used to play like tennis in the morning and like a full tennis game and then do a little league game in the afternoon. And I was shortstop. So like I was running around a fair bit. Yeah. I will. Yeah. That, that sounds exhausting. I remember I used to, for a year or two there, play junior cricket in the morning. So like eight till 1130 um, and then play senior cricket in the afternoon, which was like one till six and then play rep cricket on Sunday, which was like 10 till five. Well, I mean, I think the main thing. But when you're a kid, you can kind of do it. Yeah. And also cricket, you know, you don't do anything. I've seen you play. What? That's outrageous. (laughs) 
it was it was kind of a joke Case. a little bit Case. most of it was true you basically just sit down the whole game I've seen you was full backing <laughs> I've seen you field Christopher have I not I have and you basically like I was keeping yeah you Ye- squat so low you may as well just be seated <laughs> This is outrageous. <laughs> it's accurate, is what it is. I need someone to help defend me here. And uh, you'll have no one. <laughs> it's, you know... Actually, your your cricket mates are meant to be listening to this podcast. So, you know... Wicket-keeping. Sportsmovieminute at gmail.com, peeps. Defend him to Wicket-keeping is exhausting because you're constantly moving because you have to... Yes, you crouch, okay, but then you come up and you got to run up to stumps and back. You know what? You have tried to say this to me. Like, every... At least once every quarter for the past five years, and I still don't buy it. So let's let's move on. If I get a minimum of ten emails saying that I am wrong, they don't have to be emails. They can be comments on Instagram, DMs, tweets. I will apologize to you yes. on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> for the record, I'm being a little bit of a smartass. I believe that cricket is a sport, and that there is physical you know, stuff that, that goes on, but you personally, you sit down a lot. So (laughs) (laughs) anyway, anyway, um, but that's, that's, but I agree. Like when you're a kid, like you ever look at the stuff that you used to do as a kid and be like, thinking about that exhausts me now. You have that extra energy as a kid. Now you just need more. Where does it come from? Kids are wild. How? Like, I genuinely, how can you bottle that energy? Because I swear to God, if you can figure out a way to bottle that energy, that's not an illegal drug, you don't get excited. If you just, (laughs) like, you could sell that for billions. I'd buy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, um, uh, Bradley Cooper movie. Um, Limitless. Limitless. Yeah. Similar topic. That unlocks he, his brain. Yeah. Not like his energy, energy necessarily. But they kind of come hand in hand. I was going to say, but it kind of does because there's that scene in that movie where he's running and he's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in that highlights reel where he knows how to speak French and play the piano. That's so cool. Doing all that it's, in one day the, would be exhausting. At yeah. the same time, he, there's like a running thing that kind of leads you to believe that he can run faster than he previously could. Very true. But yes, right. playing bas- back-to-back baseball and basketball games, tough. I agree. And definitely not something you can make in five minutes. Yes, we definitely both agree on that. All right, it might be time for quote time. I've copped a bit of a roasting today. Well, so this I'm is what happens when I, wrap up. <laughs> this is what happens when I have to bring all the content. As a just ends up, I'm sorry, lazy, lazy drug addicts. Born addicts. <laughs> who, said, who said lazy? Oh, that's uh, I know, but not lazy. I said it's you sit down cricket, a lot. Cricket, yeah. You're right. That's cricket, cricket copped a bit of a spray. Cricket did. But, me and cricket are one. So, and you know, I'm I'm just saying, I think that you're reading too much into the drug thing, <laughs> and I'm only repeating a study that I've read about about porn and attention to detail. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but you know what? Also, there's no shame in watching porn. We are sex positive on this podcast. We are. We are sex positive. So even if it does make you less attentive, yeah, to we're, detail. we're giving a two thumbs up for porn for our listeners. Yeah, absolutely, we are. All right. Well, quote time today. Because um, 
we're getting back into a bit of baseball action, um, I'm going to go with a t- quote from um, Terry Francona, which should be music to Kayla's ears. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was the manager uh, when Michael was playing minor league, but went on to bigger and better things, uh, possibly in Boston. <laughs> possibly. Some, some would say. Uh, how many years was that? How many years was he there? How many years was the gap between World Series? 86. There you go. Oh, if I got that wrong, I'm going to be... So, Boston Royalty. Um, so, one night he's in the office after a game in which we only got four hits. I say, Michael, you were half of our offense tonight. Without missing a beat, he says, not the first time in my life that's happened. 